Hello, welcome back to the Lost in Sci-Fi podcast. I am your uh, co-host Leland here with my other co-host. Yeah, that's true. There we go. Yes, that works. <laughs> I guess that, that's uh, this is Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> Can you announce yourself as the co-host host? Sure. Yeah, yeah. The co-co-host. Yeah. Oh, there we go. It's a lot of. Yeah, words, but yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, of course, we are two uh, sci-fi loving geeks that like to get lost once a week or every other week, uh, lost in some sort of sci-fi conversation, which we don't know what the conversation is going to be because we have the cosmic selection. So we're going to go ahead and open that today because we don't have an upfront. No, nope. <laughs> I think we got all of our upfront in on the last episode. So this today's conversation is going to be ta-da. <laughs> Doctor Who, oh, number nine. Yay! <laughs> it's all about the love that you and I have of uh, uh, Christopher Eccleston. Yep. I uh, was vaguely aware of what Doctor Who was, um, being that I go to sci-fi conventions. Yeah, you kind I, of. Yeah, it's in there. the nerdosphere. Sure. I, I, I've heard of it. Yeah. I was not exactly sure what exactly it was, more than I knew it was on PBS and BBC. Right. And it was a British show, and it had to deal with time right that was pretty much it and i'd i'd watched a lot of episodes of the fourth doctor which okay. honestly i think Catherine, if you ask which doctor is her doctor she sometimes might say fourth because she really Baker, right? she yeah. really liked him really and i remember him there was an episode called the leisure hive that scared the crap out of me and Catherine as kids it just has involves people being pulled apart by arms and legs and was fairly scary oh, actually i don't know if i've seen that one, oh actually. yeah it freaked I, us out. i've watched a handful of Older ones, yeah. just I, I at least have seen at least three or four episodes of all, right? Just to get like a feel for who I would have liked growing up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was I, Tom Baker was great. Yeah, I really like number five. I think a lot of people do. I, I think he's I, I, very I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed his his look, the costume. Yeah. I, I kind of thought he he was saddled with some okay people. Um, but overall, I kind of enjoyed five four. Yeah, yeah. I um, watched a good handful of the first Doctor, which I can see why. I mean, that was just a, a concept they threw out. Hey, let's do this sci-fi yeah. show. I can see on some levels why people latched onto it and thought it was so wonderful, but boy, they're hard to watch. Yeah, they're, they're a little more, yeah. yeah. I feel the same way with two a little bit. Yeah. Good yeah. actor, not necessarily the, the stories I want to see. Different Three's filming not terrible. too, but you know, yeah. Um, I really did not. Like six and seven. Okay. I, I had a real hard time with six and seven. Yeah. More six than seven. Okay. Which is weird because six is typically compared to nine. Right. As far as his grumpiness and grouchy outward kind of thing. It's but so I never funny. got that from Eccleston. Pe- people always say that. They, they didn't yeah. like that he was older, which I'm like, he's in his 40s, so oh, yeah. go to oh, hell. Yeah. Screw all you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. like, that's not that's that old. Not anymore. that old. Yeah. Um, but they always talk about him being grumpy. But I'm like, I didn't see grumpy. I saw serious. I saw someone who didn't have time for bullshit. Exactly. Which is, I appreciate. I don't have time for bullshit. And also, (laughs) I mean, just appalled at the stupidity around him, which let's face it, most of us live our lives like that. We're like, people are dumb. Really, really really good funny scenes, though. You know? Yeah. Uh, And I remember I was at a friend's house and they were watching it. And it was the, uh, strangely enough, it was the episode. with uh, Simon Pegg. Oh yes, the, the, yeah. I, which I with the, the brain opens up yes. and stuff, and, yeah, and yeah. I was, and I was watching it with them. I was just like, "What the is this?" You know, <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, this is Doctor Who." I was like, "Oh." Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, this isn't as cheesy as I had been led to believe. And yeah. it was like, cool, right on. 
you know, so then a couple years go by, and then one of my it was on um, Netflix, right. or I was getting the discs from Netflix. I remember That's, my yeah. first few episodes were on the discs, and I and I remember someone's like, "Oh, you should start here," and I was like, "Okay, cool," you know, blazed through those. Like I was like, I, I, I was caught up to current episode within like a month. Like I was like, "Oh my god, this is." The greatest show ever made, and I, and as you know, the standard is you always remember your first Doctor. Yep. And I really do remember Christopher Eccleston as being my first Doctor. I very yeah. much enjoy watching his episodes. And that was Catherine and Nathan, my sister and brother-in-law, had been watching the show, and they were like, oh, you really should check out Doctor Who. And here I am having this trauma of that terrible episode we watched as a kid. I was like, oh, I don't know, I'll watch oh, it. Right, and, they're, right, yeah. and they're both like, no, seriously. So it was well into the fourth Doctor's uh, fourth Doctors. It was well into David Tennant's reign mm-hmm. before I started watching from the beginning. And within two episodes, I was so hooked. Yeah. I just, a lot of people like to point out the cheesiness of certain things. There was something that was just so, I don't know, like, like I want to say precious or something. I mean, it was just, I, I loved the feel. I loved the kind of almost optimism. I loved the weirdness and the bizarre things. And then I loved Chris Eccleston's first speech, you know, where it has that line, you know, here we are clinging to the skin of this tiny little world. And yeah. it just gets me every time. And I, th- I thought he was amazing. And it, when he, when he left, I was, I was straight up in mourning for a couple of days, you know, where I'm walking around work. They're like, what's wrong, Elizabeth? I'm like, don't talk to me. You know? Number nine left. Number nine. He's know. not coming. He's not. Everyone tells me because by that point, Tenet yeah, you're was like probably three Tenet seasons was, of the ten. Yeah, right, yeah. And they were like, I'm like, does he ever come back? And they're like, that's not how the show works. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I, his first episode essentially would be the reboot pilot, really. Mm-hmm. It's a good episode. It's not my favorite. No. It's a really good episode of setting up him as the doctor, setting up Rose and Jackie. Yeah. And, uh, and, and Mickey. Is it Mickey? Mickey? Mickey. Mickey and Ricky. Mickey. That was, I was trying to remember the other one. I was like, is it yeah, Mickey? Yeah. I was like, Nicky, Ricky? I, I Mickey, Ricky? Mickey, Mickey, Ricky. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoyed the concept behind the, the, the mannequins. And it was a creepy look. I mean, the mannequins are really creepy. And I, and I was like, oh, that's a really good episode yeah. it, for a pilot. Yeah. The second episode where he takes her to the end of time right. and you meet Cassandra and the scene that did it for me was just like, oh, they're thinking outside the box. This is this is something I'm going to really dig. It is a very innocuous scene. Like, I don't think it has the weight that I put on it that maybe it does t- in the show. But when the tree lady is like, did you bring a gift? And he's like, well, and he breathes on her and she's like, oh, how personal. Or maybe she doesn't say how personal, but she says something like, and I remember thinking like, oh, that's really thought out. It is. That's, this is going to be, this is going to be a good show. When you think about something that a tree would like and he knew that too, you know, that was great. And I thought that was the moment where I was just like, oh, I think I'm going to really dig this show. And then episode ended up being a really good episode. Like Cassandra was a fantastic little one and done villain. I mean, she came back for that one episode later, but like, she's so funny and so solid and it led to so many memes. Yes. And I have been dying to make Cassandra sugar cookies for Christmas with little faces <laughs> on them, you know. They're so great. And 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 it was and it's a comical episode on top of being having some serious moments in it. Like when the poor tree lady dies. I, and I know. was like, why would you kill the most beautiful 
person in that room, I, I thought. I was just she, like, her makeup was excellent. Not that only is really it well amazing makeup, but on a beautiful woman. And I was like, that tree is really sexy. And it <laughs> also set up something in Doctor Who. That, yeah. You know, for all that Doctor Who is viewed as sci fi, viewed as comedy, and sometimes everything, they will straight up kill people that you like. Yeah, and, with no you know, thoughts at all. Yeah. They're just like, you like that person? Yeah. yeah. And once again, yeah. it's another example of, they've done it over and over again, where you meet someone at the beginning, and by the time the episode ends, you've gotten so attached to them and they're dead and you're like they can do it really fast they're one of the I think they've even managed to do that better than Star Trek in some in some sense yeah because even though um, and I think that's only really due to time Doctor Who you typically only have about three or four people you're dealing with Mm -hmm. Trek you have seven yeah if you're going we'll just use TNG as the example you have seven main crew members yep now granted not all those crew members are going to have all the screen time or the the A and B plot for the episode, True. but you bring on a cool guest star or something that you're supposed to feel something for. They're only going to get so many screen time because you have to balance the other three storylines right. going at the time. Where Nobody Doctor who can yeah. focus on the one, right? It, and I think that is probably the only real difference I feel character wise as far as the two shows. But like, yeah, you get attached to characters in Doctor Who so quickly. Mm. I, not to bounce to a different Doctor for this example, but. Um, Kylie Minogue and the Christmas special. Oh By the end of it, you're God. like, she's going to be the greatest companion ever. Yeah. It's, you're like, Sarah Jane, Rose, Kylie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then you're and like, then she's you're dead. like, no, I no. Like, Is she really dead? <laughs> Can they bring her back? But he makes her a star and you're like, okay, I guess I feel pretty good that she lived on as a beautiful star. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah and, then you, and then you think about it in the real life. Like, you're like, well, clearly, Kylie does not have the time to do a no. show. We should have probably realized that going in. We're like, she's only going to do the one episode. Which know? was nice when Catherine Tate did the one. Yeah, yeah. And then they were like, oh, wait, there's something here. Yes. And then they, you know, they brought her back. But, uh, yeah, number nine, the Rose and Jackie, I feel that as much as I enjoy the camaraderie between Jackie and Ten... Jackie and number nine make me laugh a lot more because I I love that first scene where she's like, oh, anything could happen if you come into my room. He's like, no. No. (laughs) Walks off. It's just so deadpan. Like, not happening. Speaking of Catherine Tate, can you imagine if the two of them, it's been said before that the sass level Yeah, that meme is correct. It's so. That's why it's such a popular meme to throw around online because you're like, yeah, no, that would just be those two going at each other. Donna and the Ninth Doctor. They would get so much done, though. They really would. Absolutely no BS whatsoever. And nobody's going to be in love with anybody else. So So a lot of people pointed that out that that's, that's why 10 and Donna were so awesome because they generally cared about each other, but they were not in love with yeah, each other. Yeah, and I kind of prefer that for too. the show. Yeah. Like, I'm hoping whatever they do in 2017 or in beyond yeah. is is more of that. Like, even uh, with uh, Peter, Peter's 12 and Clara, there's a bond there. There is a bond, yeah. But I've... I, I I never quite grasp if it was a father daughter bond, it's but not but I, it's that. not that, and it's not romantic. It's either. not rom- oh by no, no it's not romantic. No way. But it's also not like I don't I don't want to say granddaughter grandfather bond because that just no. implies yeah, yeah. I, that makes me feel like I'm saying they're old and that's yeah. not the case. No, but there there's a bond there that is not a father not father daughter but not friendship yeah. but not. Love, like I can't explain it, it's, but it, there's layered. something there. It is layered. It's a very layered um, performance, and I feel that 
you kind of got that a little bit from Nine and Rose, but would you say they forced a little bit of a love story See, in there? I would I would never say forced because That's fair. Know, I'm I'm a I'm a Nine Rose shipper by, sure, by all knock yourself standards, out, yeah. you know. But um I had thought that it was it was done so well in the fact that it was a kind of a love story that was never going to happen. Okay. And some people say that, you know, the doctor has some kind of control over his regenerations and that that when he regenerated, he deliberately regenerated as someone who was younger who would be more appropriate for her, even though he's not really younger because yeah. he is 900 some odd years. But yeah, I mean, the the kiss that they had, I always felt, yeah, a little forced and everything. I, I yeah. didn't think that was, I loved it. I wanted to oh, see no, it. Yeah. I definitely, but I never felt, it, it felt forced. You, I guess my, my problem is with, not really a problem, but I guess my thing would it be, is it because we never saw it continue right so if we had seen it continue then i would have been like oh yes we saw this organically happen exactly but because it ended yeah and we got a new guy yeah you're kind of like oh well no that means it was done like, exactly. you can't no 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 and that's yeah. that's the whole thing about doctor who you know we're gonna have to let go of them eventually and any kind of potential that they might have had mm-hmm. is all you know all gone i think we, um the hardcore fans will always remember but i think uh, maybe i don't want to use the term passing fan but a a person who doesn't live eat and dream you know all of the doctor who yes. world would maybe forget that uh, Captain Jack started with number nine. He did. Like now, he's always remembered with number ten because they had the big team get together yes. in that in that awesome finale. But he did. He had that. He was with nine from I think more than with ten really. And yeah. as far as adventures go, exactly. They had that yeah. one when they were all sitting around the table talking, and you know, just to be able to have seen some of those adventures. I've I've, yeah. I've read some fanfics that get into a little bit of that. You know, I kind of like it. Almost was kind of like. It was he was a companion, yeah. like in some weird. I know that's really debated he online. He was really it's, he was a, if he if you travel with the doctor, even the kid in the episode with the little window in the forehead and all that. The, the yeah. second episode or second? No, that was uh, Simon Pegg. So it was third or fourth. The episode. The brain, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. He is honestly considered a companion because yeah, he did two episodes. Exactly, yeah. that makes it that makes you a companion. Yeah, because and then um, yeah, because the, the, you get the really good episode. I do not remember the name of it right now, but the when we first see the Daleks reintroduced yes. and, and Rose touches the Dalek. Yes. And me coming at it from not knowing what the hell a Dalek was. Right. So I'm watching these and not knowing the history that why he was so angry. Oh, it was and, great. And, to and see. I had no idea because you know I'm nothing. I'm, I'm like I'm like I get it. So this this is your Joker apparently. Like yeah. that was what I had to equate it to because I go oh like, he's yelling at this box and I'm like yeah. why are you so angry? Yeah. And then you find out all the information later and you're like oh I get it. Yeah, that's a damn good scene. Yeah. you know. Uh, and I also remember the I love again going now looking back because I now know everything. But the oh well they can't go upstairs. And then they fixed it. They're like, yes. oh, and you're like, oh, okay, good. So we solved that problem very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, they did a good job of taking something that's essentially a very silly little creature, you know, with a plunger and the thing. Threatening. They do make it threatening. They do. Uh, and they, they yeah. yeah, the idea that it's just it lives on hate, you know, and that's really Yeah, that is, there's, there is something to be said about a villain, no matter how stupid they may look. Yeah. Um, if if your view is pure hatred and you're correct, yeah, like they don't think of themselves as the villain. I mean, yeah. all actors will tell you that the best villains are the ones that don't know they're a villain. Yeah, yeah. 
And they are clearly, they don't know themselves as the villain. So I, I find the Daleks to be very, actually very frightening. They are. I think they look weird because you don't know what's going on inside. It could be anything inside that thing. And right. then we saw it you were like, oh, that's, yeah. eh, whatever. But I, I think that's a really good episode. I, I, I very much enjoy the episode where they're in the, where we first meet Captain Jack, where the the chemicals turning yes. the what, the gas mask. Yeah. Where, oh, the empty child. Yeah. yeah, yeah thank you. The yeah. classic. Are, Are you, you my, my mommy? Yeah. 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 Which I love that joke. Like almost three seasons later, when, when Ken he, does when it, he, puts it, he goes, "Are you my mommy?" And they're like, "What?" And he goes, "Nothing." And all the fans <laughs> everywhere are like, "Oh my god, what did he just do?" Because so, yeah, it was yeah. so like. You got to remember that that was a thing. That yeah. was a thing. That but was very, yeah. I, I think that episode is fantastic. I love Rose and Jack dancing. Yes. Um, I, I love his comment about like you wear the Union Jack t-shirts because <laughs> it's so like I'm English. Yeah, You're that's like, oh, right. We got I'm it. straight. Uh, I, I I enjoyed even the scene with the um, the girl who is getting all the children to eat that mm-hmm. rich man's food and he like he confronts her and she's like oh well i know way too much shit about you yeah and she like breaks it and i'm like that's a really good scene yeah or when the doctor's just there mm-hmm. he's just like oh can you pass me the pork yeah <laughs> exactly like, okay. yes. all right but i'm trying to think of other like classic nine episodes because everyone remembers the empty child and the doctor dances yeah they always remember simon Pegg's episode the first episode the second with cassandra um, the, his final episode. The, oh, the those, one with Rose's dad. So that's a that, that's a heart yeah, tugger right that, there. So well, to be honest, I forget that that's number nine. Yeah, it is, yeah. and I I always remember it because I remember how angry he was at her because she yeah. in in an attempt because he's had to struggle with this his entire life. You can't just save certain people yeah. because it does bad things. But the way her father ended up dying, you know, and it's just and he came back. So I don't know if that. Well, I mean, he essentially came back from the different universe yeah, later. Yeah. I don't know if that takes the weight out of that episode sometimes slightly, it, knowing, but it's sometimes it's I don't, the same thing I think it's Rose, well acted, though. so you don't really, you're, really yeah. you're like, I'm okay with it. Well, there's that, that happens in Doctor Who a lot. Like, yeah. you know, when Rose and Ten had their final scene, just rips you up one side and down the other. But then, you know, then she comes back, and I'm like, it almost takes a little of the sting out of that episode. Yeah. So I'm not always a fan of that. But it's still, it's like you said, you know, just watch the ones that you really like and keep them self-contained. Yeah, you know? um, I'm, I'm a... <laughs> As weird as it is, I'm kind of a big fan of... Uh, I'm going to say it's a two-parter, but it's really not because it happens between episodes. Um, I cannot remember the creatures' names. Mm-hmm. The, the farty creatures that, oh. that squeeze into the... Um, Silurians? I can't like remember. That. Something like that. Uh, I I, I, the first I one that's is, not right. But the then. first one is okay. Uh, it's, not, it's not the better of the two, I think, because I think the best part about the first one is it introduces Harriet Jones. Yes. And I... I'm a real big fan of that actress, yes. and I like her later when yes. she sacrifices herself. You're like, that bitch rocks. Yeah, and she also got yeah. a good death scene. And she and she going. and she made up for all her mistakes. Yes. She like, okay, you were valid, validated. No, vindicated. Vindicated. You're like, yeah, all right, yeah. cool. I like it when the, um, that lady, the evil alien, comes back later when they're in Wales. Yes. And they have the nice dinner conversation, and she's trying to kill him the whole time. And he's and totally he's, like, nah. I like, he like catches the thing, and he just puts it down, continues eating. Yep. Like, and I'm like, that's a real fun scene. And, you know, and then you read later, because, you know, this has been almost a decade now since yeah. he came back, but you read later, like, how unhappy. Eccleston was, and yeah. he, him and maybe Davies didn't get along all the time, and he was very not quite sure how he wanted the role to go. 
And I think it's a credit to him as an actor. It doesn't read on screen at all. No. As like you never realize how maybe in real life he was a, not really digging what he was doing, no. but he realized I'm an actor. This is all I've worked to do. Yes. This is a job. Yeah. I'm gonna turn it on, and yeah. then I'm gonna turn it off. Yeah. And I, I give him a lot of respect for that. I do. I mean, whatever for whatever reasons why he left. I wish he'd come back for the fiftieth. I, I was I wanted him. To be I read that article so where Moffat was like, "We had him for like fifty percent," and, and then you were like. But you knew, yeah. like, Mom was just like, but you knew he wasn't going to sign on. Like, oh. he's like, we had meetings, oh, we talked, yeah. and you're just like, Ugh. It would have yeah. been so good, but it's, you know, certainly he's got other things you can watch. Don't watch him in G.I. Joe. That's terrible. Um, I disagree. Um, I think uh, you should watch G.I. Joe just because a six-pack and a friend's watching a movie, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter how bad anybody is. Uh, no, it it's true, too. Now, have you ever heard of a movie called I Am Dina? You know I am Dana. Dina? Dina. Not Dana like I am. No. There is no Dana. There's only Zool. No, like, okay. no, no. I am Dina. I, I want to say it's Dina. No, I'm I've never sure. heard of it. It's, it's an independent film okay. shot in another country. Um, very much an artsy type of film and everything. And he shows up in the latter half of it. Does a great job. He's wonderful. Hard to recommend the movie because in the beginning, the first five minutes are the most excruciating opening to a movie I've ever seen. Okay. A girl's <laughs> A girl's mother is there's an accident at an old-fashioned laundry, and she basically gets boiled alive in hot water and poisonous lye. And right it's so excruciating. Yeah. But he does such a good job in such a subtle role where there's this drunk guy talking to him and, you know, whatever. And Eccleston is really playing up this kind of, like, he's looking at him, and he's not saying anything, but it's this idea of, I'm aware that you're a dangerous person. Right. I'm not frightened of you, but I am going to keep an eye on you. And he does it with no words whatsoever. Right so he's a real. I, I think he's a good actor. actor. I, I mean, I thought he was excellent in Thor. Yes, as, as the dark as uh, Malkia, especially under all that makeup. Yeah, you know and, that's hard. And, and apparently, he he was very uncomfortable with yeah. a lot of the suit because he was uh, he was interviewing like he didn't realize how uncomfortable. The costumes were gonna be mm. when he saw the the sketches and whatever, and I think he does a really. I believe him fighting Chris Hemsworth. I do as you well. Know, yes. Especially at the end when he's big, like yes. when he gets all big and monstrous, he's all full of ether or whatever. Yeah. You're like, all right, I believe that you're taking on the God of Thunder. Yeah. Like I I buy this. Yeah. yeah. Um, he did a he did a he was the villain in. Um, I love a good young adult novel turned into a movie, oh, yes, if it's yes. a good one. Yes, yes. We are inundated with them We do a have lot a lot of them right, right now. now. I've and been hearing the fifth wave, oh, maybe, it not got so much. ripped to shreds. It's not yeah. a great book. I read the book a couple of years ago. It's not a great book. Yeah, you know? I, read a, I read one review that was like saying Chloe um, Mortiz, who mm-hmm. is such a good actress. Yeah. That she has proven time and time again that she's one of the better actresses of the new, you know, new generation yeah, coming yeah, up. Yeah. That in one movie, it took all the weight out of some of her other her her brilliant portrayals because oh, you're no. like, oh, so you just turned in a terrible performance in a terrible movie when oh, you're yeah. hit girl. You know what I mean? And I and now granted that is one man's opinion. And it's fine, but I have but, been hearing other I mean yeah. the 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 least bad thing I've heard is that it's definitely for younger, less sophisticated audiences because you figure out, you know, as an adult you're watching this and you know who the bad guys are right from the very get-go. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, I. Yeah, I'm. Not, look, I'm not gonna see it. No, um, I'm not. When it, when it kicks out on Netflix, maybe I'll check it out. Maybe. Uh, uh, but you I, were saying who was he? The bad guy? Yet? Um, he he did. It was called a uh, legend, uh, seeker, legend of the dark, or oh, legend of the dark yeah. seeker, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Uh, I've read a handful of the the, the stories. Um, 
they're okay. Isn't that through a glass darkly that series or something like that? Or Maybe. I, guess, I think I, I think the, each book had a different title, yeah. but like an overhead, like Harry Potter and the but uh, it was like the Seeker of the Dark and the something got like it, that. Got it. He plays the villain in it. He's fine. He's only known as I think like the Dark Rider. Like he rolls in and out very quickly on a horse wearing a big black feathered cloak. Like he looks fabulous. Nice. But, uh, the movie is not awful. From what I've read online and um, some of the books, it's, it, I think they take like three books and combine into one. Okay. Sometimes it's a little rough because yeah. you feel everything is very quickly mm. forced. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was really good as the bad guy in it. But even if the movie isn't great, it's like him, Ian McShane, and like... Um, oh, I can't remember her name right now. The mom from Six Feet Under... Um, uh, I never I, anyway, it. but yeah, she's yeah. a. There's a lot of old timey British American actors that you just love. Yeah. So they're all hanging out with fighting him. So like, is Ian McShane a good guy? Yeah, he's one of the good guys. It's always so, so funny to like, see him as a good guy. You yeah. get past the, like, oh, it's a kid searching for like, he's the seventh son of a seventh son that was born on the seventh son of a seventh day. It is one Got of those it. things. Yeah. But if you can get past all that bullshit, mm-hmm. and then you just watch him be evil. Yeah. With Ian McShane, and I think her name's like Frances O'Connor, or something like that. Yeah, You're watching yeah. all these really cool older actors, like, oh, okay, well, I just want to watch this. Yeah, no, that's fine. You're like, fun. this is awesome. Yeah. I mean, he's okay in that. I think he's... I loved him in 28 Days Later. I always, I, I tend I to forget that forget he's, he's in there. I do. He's, um, he's the, the, the man in the apartment, correct? The um, No, the military guy. He's the one who yes, kidnaps somebody yeah. says, I promised them women. Yeah. You know? I, I always confuse him with Brendan Gleeson's character, who yes. was the guy in the apartment. Yes. Yes, because yes. both are dirty in their own rights. Yeah, doing yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thor and Potter so it's sure. like I get confused yeah because <laughs> uh, yeah, it's one of those things you're like was Christopher Eccleston in Harry Potter no it was the other doctor yes because <laughs> like, yes. I know Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen have both been very vocal about how they did not receive phone calls <laughs> to be in Harry Potter and I'm kind of like uh, I think what uh, uh, Martin Freeman said the same yeah, thing he's like it, we're like or, well you know little British orphans at the window <laughs> looking in uh. but then you think like well not everyone can be in them you know you were so, Magneto yeah and Captain Picard. Okay. I feel that you've hit your quota You really on don't cred. need to be in all of the genres. Not all of them. But, you know, they always joke about it with the BBC after seeing all these actors in so many, like, of the same shows over yeah. in the BBC. Like, you see them in Sherlock, you see them in Doctor Who, and they say, what is it? There's only five actors in the BBC and, like, three yeah. directors and two costumes. It's, you know? uh, there is one woman. Uh, I, I can, uh, damn it, I never can remember her name. But she is in those uh, the old people go to India films uh, with Judy Dench and oh, I didn't see that uh, yeah, yeah. the Marigold Hotel. Oh, okay. she's one of the ladies in that. Sure. I well, I, I recently was because I, I had seen that and then I rewatched some of the Doctor Who and she was a, a villain in a Doctor Who episode. Right. And then I watched another and then she popped up in like a Sherlock episode. Right. And then I watched another BBC show. She popped and I'm like, okay, so you're that lady. You are. You you're... just you live and breathe. You're an actress that's working, yes. and they're like, oh, here's a role for you, yeah. and you're just, bam, you're on a BBC show. And you know she must be. It's like we were talking about. If you if you tick off the wrong people, you're not going to get work. She must be great to work with. If yes. Everybody's like, yeah, let's get her on And here, she's you know? funny. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, so you're talented, which helps. Yes. You know? Yes. Uh, I think, yeah, I think number nine, his episodes, I feel, are forgotten. Yes. Not the episode. I think people think number 10 is in them. 
he may be forgotten in the episode, but yeah. the episode is always remembered. Yeah. Like people always remember Cassandra, but they may not remember that that was nice. that was his doctor. That was nice. Also, the yeah. empty child. I think a lot of people when they see the gas mask, they're like, "Oh yeah, that was no, that yeah. was definitely." I mean, you know, I don't forget it, but no, that's okay. No, no. You know, that's all right. Let's talk about his finale because maybe you can clear some things up for me. Sure. As I've said in other podcasts, I feel um, that I'm, I'm a smart person for sci-fi, but Doctor Who has a way of actually. Making me not understand things, and that upsets me on, right. on a level where I'm like, "What is this? The Matrix two? Like, yes. you know, like nothing should be so complicated." Yeah. We're at the season finale. We're on the television station doing yes. its thing. Yes. Side note: the episode where he's in the Big Brother house, fantastic. Oh yes, yeah, that's yeah. Great. oh that is a great that's one. A that's I boy, you know, when you talk about episodes, you forget. I tend to forget that yeah. one, but it's it does have the scene of Captain Jack <laughs> is like, like, "Oh, we got a bigger camera." Yeah, that's right. It's just like, <laughs> ladies, you're. Went up the ratings. You're like, yes. Um, okay. Anyway, so we're back on the television station. The Daleks are about to kill everybody. Yes. Maybe you can explain. And it's been a while since I've watched no, this. Fair, so but maybe it, I, I can't. Maybe, maybe it's an overall thing. How does Bad Wolf make her remember something? Is, is, did you ever understand that? No. Okay. And it's like... All Someone's can... yelling at their iPod right now. Why? Yes. Have, but, yeah, yeah, it's like, sorry guys. You know, <laughs> I need to. I need to go rewatch all these episodes. What I remember about Bad Wolf was that you know she looks into the heart of the TARDIS and Correct. she's trying to save the Ninth Doctor. And you know she absorbs some of the energies of you know the heart of the time vortex. So that's all those you know bad wolves that you see sprinkled around places right. she says i create myself so she is actually messed with the time stream in a way so okay, that's so how that, i understood that no no yeah, yeah. that is fine yeah good 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 <laughs> I, I, it upsets me greatly because i had bad roof bad roof bad roof um mm-hmm. i had bad i had bad roof jesus <laughs> it's really hard to say i bad have wolf. bad wolf yes written on my car and yes. i have it on my laptop yes. so like i love the idea of bad wolf yeah yeah it frustrates me that I can't explain it to That's, anybody. As far as I understood, um, it's it's like a... Uh, like a, a remembrance thing that she... Is, okay. But it's, a, it's like a closed loop. You know, she sort of created herself, which caused her to end up creating herself. Okay, you know, like the snake eating its own tail. Yeah, like it's exactly. An endless cycle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do enjoy when they break open the TARDIS and she's absorbed yeah. the time. I, I think that's fantastic. Oh, I love when she becomes like kind of like the Dark Phoenix. Like She just yeah, wipes out everybody. Exactly. They're like, oh, it's, all right, it's cool. It's cool. It's what happens I mean, um, inside of the TARDIS, not to be messed with. And, and, and directly causes Captain Jack to become immortal. Which yes. is, I think, is something else people forget about that yeah, actually happened on his on a Doctor Who show before moving over the Torchwood. Yep. But it's funny because that's the problem—not problem, but that's the fun thing about timelines and time travel that he absorbs it there. Yeah. And then we find out that you know he was on Earth, trapped on Earth. Yeah. You know, for like. 300 years yeah. prior to the future that we're present day that were so then we find all these back stories of him like being tortured and murdered yes. repeatedly and you're like okay well now I understand why he's kind of a prick when you get around yeah. to Torchwood's era except that the one um, have you are you all watched all the Torchwood stuff not the very final one I, I couldn't quite make myself do it that's fair <laughs> after seeing um, what is it the um the, the one where he kills his grand his, yeah, yeah okay God, yeah that one I couldn't do it that is I remember watching that and it was heartbreaking and yeah. I'm sitting there thinking I'm like I don't know if there's redemption for Jack at this point and it wasn't even it's, it's a yeah. tough 
discussion. It, yeah, it is. I just the acting and the writing was just so amazing in that they 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 made it so awful, but it was so. And I loved when his daughter or granddaughter yeah. or is it his granddaughter and that's Something his like that. yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever when she sees him down at the end of the hall and I'm like bracing myself for yeah. her to just go crazy and then she's like no and just runs from him because he's like as far as she's concerned the worst thing that ever happened to no, her no it is fair it just killed yeah. me god it, it's it, it, and I remember why I was just like I don't know if there's redemption I, sure? yeah. and, and they kind of try in the next one but mm. the and he does his he's not that he ignores what happened. Yeah. I mean, they don't bring it up, but like you, I, the whole time I'm watching, that's all I'm thinking about. I'm like, yeah. how are you just going about your normal day? And after but, all the years that he's had to do it. Exactly. You know? yeah. It's one of those things. What it was, um, was what does Q always kind of say? Like the, the, the lifespan of one human is a, is a, is like yeah. to me, exactly. I'm immortal. And it's like, you know what? That's fair. It is. It's to him. We are specks of dust exactly. blowing in the wind. Which on a side note, we've always, Kat and I wonder on our podcast, why the transformers aren't like that. They live for like over 4 million years. Yeah. How is it they can even have friendships with, we, we want to have the moment where someone's like, Oh, Hey, whatever happened to spike? Oh, he died. When did that happen? I don't know, like 600 years ago or so. Yeah, as well. it's, you it's, know, it's like you blink and you miss them. But, yeah. You know. and, it's, and, and that's the thing about Captain Jack is it was a little weird to go back to it. But anyway, so Bad Wolf, and she's absorbed. I love it. Now... He dies because she ta- he takes the energy back, and right? He, yeah, and I guess he's not the the body that he inhabits Can't is not him. meant to hold all okay. that. It's going to kill him. But you know, you're, I mean, as you said, either in the last episode or at the beginning of this episode, if you're going to go out, yeah, go out on top. And going yeah. out, saving your best friend or yep. woman you may or may not be in love with, depending on how you want to look at it. Very true. Uh, I think that's a pretty good way to go out. Yeah, it and is. it was a solid. And yeah. then he says, you know, it, you were, you know, you were fantastic, and you know what? So was I. Oh, I and that's that. a great line. And I love that each doctor kind of has their own little sayings, yeah, yeah. um, kind of like you know Spock. Fascinating. You're yes. like, oh, this is his. It's fantastic. It's and you're fantastic. like, that's a good word because it's not a word you use a lot. And he used it in the very first episode yeah. when she's trying to point out that the, you got the Eye of London behind him. He's like, what? What? Oh, fantastic! Yeah, and, and there we. And it's the scene so of fun. them, the yeah. scene of them running down the street holding hands. I think I fell yeah. in love with him at that moment. It was just. And I liked it. it was, you know, I liked his outfit. I loved his it's outfit. It's simple. I would like a nine jacket. It, I have looked. Those them little up. jackets are nice, and uh, they are not cheap. You no, know? they are not. <laughs> That's yeah. why I don't have one it, yet. Like, you know? not that ten. Well, no, I'm going to use a statement. I'm going to stay true. I feel ten has a costume. He does have a costume. It's true. Yeah. Now, I prefer the blue suit. Mm. Over the uh, brown, brown pinstripes. I kind of like the brown pinstripes. I think because I, I just like don't it. like brown. Yeah, that's fair. But that's I fair. love blue. Yeah. I think because I think he pops in the blue with the green jacket. Yeah. It's the trench coat that really pulls. Oh, it together. the trench coat oh, yeah, pulls yeah, it yeah, together yeah, clearly. Yeah, yeah. And then like, um, and then like number eleven, you know, the bow tie. Like that was his thing. That was his thing. What I love about Nine is that he didn't have a thing. He's just like, no, I put on a leather jacket yep. because I'm cold. Yep. Like, yep. this is this is what I'm doing. Yep. That's fine. And you're like, oh, cool. I, I, read, <laughs> I read a great fanfic. I'll have to look up and see who wrote it. I apologize. I can't remember. But it was all, it was, I think it was called Ten Uses for a Leather Jacket. Uh-huh. And it was like these little mini stories with Ten and Rose and Jack. It was when he was traveling right, with okay. them. And it's like they used it to catch a kid who was falling out of a burn, uh, burning building. The leather jacket or the big jacket? The leather jacket. Oh, okay. So it's Nine's leather jacket. And, you know, they use it for this and whatever. And then the very last one is Jack walking down the hallway because he wants to see if they want to do movie night. And he's like, oh, crap. And he 
walks away feeling abandoned. There's a leather jacket hanging on the doorknob. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I think... Uh, I think he gets a... I think it's disappointing that people... Hardcore fans remember him. Yeah. And they enjoy what he did. Yeah. I think a passing fan may forget that it did start technically with number nine. And there's a lot of people who are like, you know, there's there's a meme out there, never skip nine. There's a lot I, of people yeah, who, yeah, who I say, you know, I always tell oh. people, like, when they go, oh, where should I start? They say, you start at the 2005's number yeah. nine, whatever yeah. that first episode is. Yes, you know? yes, yes. They're like, oh, my, well, you're number ten. I'm like, he's great. He is. And you're going to love him. Which I is, love it. Which is also... But you gotta know where Rose comes from. And you also, like, the number of people say, oh, you know, have them watch Blink. I've had all these people who say, yeah. get them to watch Blink, and I'm like, that's the high watermark for the show. It's true. You don't really want to start there, especially since it doesn't mean as much to you. I mean, I know that it doesn't have characters that we know, mm-hmm. but I don't feel you get the same punch from it if you haven't become one with the show. Yeah, know? I think I, I showed some people Blink... Um, not in the same aspect of like, oh, if you're only going to ever watch one. Right, was, right. My policy, my policy, I guess. <laughs> my, my thing was, was like, they were like, well, what, how, they're like, well, what kind of time travel show could it, how good can it be? Mm. And I use that one as the example of, well, this is the kind of time travel you're about to get into. Yeah. And, and the granted, the fact that the Doctor isn't in it a lot, which I think is what makes that episode so good, yeah. is that you're coming at it through... Sally's eyes. Yes. And you're like, oh, okay, so I'm an everyday person who has fumbled into this amazing adventure. That is it's all un- dangerous. Yeah, extremely, yes. And, and you're watching, and I, that's why I like to show that episode to people. Not because, I mean, I agree it is the high watermark. Yeah. But I show it in the sense of like, this is how good the time travel and storylines are going to be. Yeah. That's why I show it as an example. Um, also, I, I like to show it because the Weeping Angels are scary as shit, and I want to make people scared. Exactly. So that's because which is they brought them back yeah. in another episode. I don't, I didn't. That's I think it is an Eleven's run that they brought them back. The, the Eleven started dealing with them a lot. Um, I mean, there was a two parter with uh, where they crash land on the planet, yeah. and you know that that's a good episode. I, I thought it was a good episode, but it it's wasn't... not a good Weeping Angel episode. Exactly. It's a good River episode. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's I, I, I watch it for her, not the Weeping Angels. That's fine. Um, Angels in Manhattan still is confusing to me because yeah. it's like no one knows the giant. Okay, moving on. Fine. I just I just move on. With fine. It. Yeah. I think they were just like we have to do something to get rid of the pods. And you're like, well, we could have done anything else. Yeah, but that's fine. Yeah. yeah. It was still it was a neat concept. It's a great concept. I, I just didn't work for Ten's, me. Ten's line about them when he says, you know, the what is it, the most polite. Predators in the universe, they let you live yourself to death. You know, yeah. it's just it's a great line. You know? Which is, yeah, no, it's, I, yeah, number, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I like Blink, I do, I do. Uh, I, I think number nine's, he, for me, his standout episode is probably his second episode with Cassandra at the end of the world yeah. and the finale. I think those yeah. are my two favorites with him in it. I believe, yeah, I believe it. I believe it. I, I love. His his first introduction. I mean, when Rose is trying to get him, and I'll, I've said it a million times, that speech he gives is really it's a great written speech, and mm-hmm. he delivers it perfectly. And it just always to this day sends chills down my back. So. Now he did not have the spinning Christmas tree, right? No, that was Number Ten's first he episode. He never he never got a Christmas episode, right? Yeah. Which is funny when he, you know, says something. Oh, yeah, he also had the episode with the Victorian ghosts and Dickens. Remember, he had that That's one. That's an okay it's one. It's an all right. Yeah, so the only right. good thing about that is that the, um, what's her name? 
was an ancestor from Torchwood. Yes, that connected exactly. her that way. That I was, thought that was neat. Like, that was a nice. I think thing was it. Did, I yeah. think number ten. Like later, he yeah, was, yeah. he looks. He was just like, do you have an ancestor yeah, from Wales or yeah, something yeah. like that? Yeah, like that. That was cute. I mean, but he has. You know, he he made that. I don't remember if it was in that or another one where he. He said something to her. She said something about Father Christmas, and he was like, "Oh yeah, the red bicycle when you were ten. She's like, "Wait, you yeah." Know? And uh, but he, you know, when she's like, "Oh, you think you're so impressive?" He's like, "I am so impressive." Yes. Lots of planets have a north and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, oh, that's lots of planets have a north. Yeah, yeah. all the great yeah, There's, lines. there's he. I, I like number nine. He's got some good stuff. I, Did you I ever? Just, there's another you know. somebody. Somebody wrote it. I don't know if it's a whole fanfic or whatever. But that idea when he leaves her in the first episode, he's like, "You know, you want to come and I can, you know, it's a spaceship." Right. And she's like, "No," and he goes away. And then there's apparently like decades and decades where he's having adventures because that's when he went back to the Titanic and that's when you know a lot of the the JFK and all that kind of stuff. That's where he was. You know, in, when she's trying to figure out who he is and that conspiracy theorist guy is showing her pictures of nine at the JFK right, right, and right. nine at the Titanic and all this kind of stuff. And that that's when all that happened. Oh, okay. I'm with you now. Yeah, I, it's a I time got, travel. Yeah. I got confused when you said Titanic and I thought, wait, like number 10's Titanic? And then, oh, wait, right. you meant the Titanic, yeah, yeah. not the one in space. Not the one in yeah. space. <laughs> but that, that it was like decades in between, but that he could never stop thinking about her. And he oh, really I like kept that. Up, and that he practiced that line in the mirror over and over and then oh so casually opened the door and said, did I also mention it travels in time? You know? Yeah, and I, like, oh. yeah, that's, because yeah, you're right, it's a time travel thing. So he yeah. could have, I, I'd like to think that he went he went back in time and, and watched her grow up. Yes. Like yes. so he like, is this someone I can travel with? Yes. Like and then like he came and just like, Yeah, I want yeah, to be yeah. with this girl. Yeah. Like she's And I know that you're you know, kicking yourself for saying no before, but you can come and say yes. What now. was her thing? Like everybody's got like was Amy was the girl that waited. Um Rose was a bad wolf. I was think. that was that it? I think like, it is. I know there was a t shirt that had um Silhouettes of all the lady companions, yeah, um, okay. and they each had their little like the the impossible girl, the girl that waited. I think Martha was like, I, I, I forget what Martha's was, but I, I love me some Martha. I but, do too. I think yeah. I want to say every time I hear about Rose being described, she's bad wolf girl. I guess. Or just yeah, bad that's wolf, fair. You know? I mean, yeah. Yeah. one of her best deliveries of the bad wolf thing, and we'll end on the the fiftieth anniversary, yeah. was when she is. You know, being all kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. And then he's just like, well, what is your name? And she kind of stops in her eyes, but she's like, bad wolf. And you're like, yes. You're like, that's who <laughs> that's you, are. you are. Yeah, That's it. That's um, it. And knowing that John Hurt is technically portraying the war doctor is, I guess, his official title. I love that eight minute short they did with Paul McGann yes. came in as number eight. Yes. And then turned into a young war doctor yes. and then we feel we we get the thing that he lived in a, a, a full life yeah. as this war doctor yeah. and I liked that the end of the war doctor we kind of see the blue eye and you're like okay so they're not going to shy away from it no. and they didn't I mean we had them all standing there at the end and he's prominently there he so is. you know in all bad CG form as we can get because that's, that's just fine. how it is that's fine but you're watching it and and it's like I said, I said on another show, I think it's great that, mm, trying to form my words, without him leaving, we would not have gotten John Hurt to do it. It's true. But, and then, and, you know, and then, like I said, there's another world where we, he is in that episode and we get to see him interact with those three guys. And I thought, like, how amazing that scene would have been 
where they're trapped in the the dungeon and yeah. and no one checks the door. Yes, like yes. you got three of the and it, it's Tennant, Smith, and Eccleston, and they would all have been like outsmarting each other. Yes, and then that would have been so much funnier. Now John Hurt does a great job. He does a with wonderful, it. Action. wonderful, but wonderful. it would have been a lot funnier and God. with those three, I think. Well, just because it's just so... Just to have Christopher yeah. Eccleston in the role instead? Yeah. Or, yeah, oh, it, it would have been... <laughs> the Yeah, the sass would have been off, off the charts. But no. I do like the War Doctor. I do. And I think the War Doctor is dressed badass. He is. He is. I, he I looks enjoy wonderful. his outfit. His design was great. I liked his, his uh, sonic screwdriver's great, too. Yeah, yeah, if I was to ever cosplay as the Doctor, I'd want to do the War Doctor. Oh, I, I always want to do a ninth... Uh, sort of a female ninth doctor oh, God, cosplay. So, yeah, exactly. Get some uh, you haven't seen it yet because you're you, you're two episodes away from the finale. Yeah. Uh, of the current season. Yeah. He gets a new Sonic screwdriver. Oh. And I'm like, where's my toy? Yes. I want it now. Like that should have been mass produced <laughs> by the time this season airs, so I can go online and buy it for twenty nine ninety nine and have it delivered probably, to my home. Probably <laughs> released what five months from now at Comic Con. You'll okay. definitely see it by then. Uh, yeah. I, I I like that each. Doctor gets a different kind of um, sonic screwdriver. A little disappointed that number nines was tens, but it's a good design. It is. I like the blue light. I like the the, the scribes and stuff on the yeah, side. I was I was looking yeah. at it the other day. I hadn't realized it's kind of like a, almost like a cage kind of yeah. the thing on, the, on the, underneath the blue light and everything that looks really unlike Elevens, so. who was like a practical, it's like a like a board claw, like it's just like. Like, it's awesome. But you're like, I that's, always that's liked big. it where he's just like because in order to make it work, he's got to click it. You know, like, oh, it's, it's really awesome. big compared to the, all the others. Like, the, it's a really big. But then, that's, but then you got in the 50th anniversary when the, he and Ten are like showing off to each other. And oh, he like so flicks funny. it, and then Ten like slides his up. I'm like, yay! <laughs> but yeah, so any, number nine, anything left you can think of, no. or the love of Christopher Eccleston? Still, and number nine. still love him. Still waiting for what he's going to do next. You know, I've never actually watched his episode of Heroes, so I need to catch up on those eventually. You know? You're okay. That's what he's I good in them. Yeah, yeah. Heroes is fine. It's not a bad show. Yeah. I just, I, I heard I've, the I've first. Read I heard the first season. Yeah, right. <laughs> I heard the first season was amazing, and then it just slowly yeah. just fell at two, and then really dropped off. I, at th- three, I think. So. I think Brian Fuller left. Oh. And that you know, when anytime Brian Fuller leaves, I yeah. feel that's a that's no. a tragedy. Yeah, tragedy. That, it, yeah, I'm, travesty I'm just, and a tragedy. I'm just making up yes. all sorts of words. I think today. we should start our own vocabulary in this podcast. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Keep yeah. happening. <laughs> all right, so uh, that is us for this uh, uh, biweekly uh, getting lost in sci-fi. I uh, am the Coco host uh, Leland. With my co-co-host, Elizabeth. Have a good week, everybody. And you can, of course, find us on pixelatedgeek.com. There is, we're on the Twitters, the Facebooks. Uh, Elizabeth has the binary. Binary uh, system. Systems. <laughs> Damn it. Well, you good. know what? Uh, well, I'll get it eventually. Yeah, you will. Yeah, you totally will. <laughs> binary system podcast. I have movie issues podcast. Uh, and, you know, we're just on the internet. So, Find us, like us, love us, email us. If you have anything mean to say, don't say it. It's okay. No, no, no. We can do without it. (laughs) Uh, We will see you next time. Bye.